Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, Celebrity Book Edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Always With You, Always With Me, by Kelly Rowland and Jessica McKay. Illustrated by Fanny Liam. Published by Viking Books for Young Readers. For those who don't know Kelly Rowland, she's an American singer, actress, and TV personality. She came to fame in one of the greatest girl music groups of all time, called Destiny's Child. When the group split up, she had a successful solo career as well. During the course of her musical career, she's received five Grammys. As an actress, she starred in such movies as Freddy vs. Jason and The Seat Filler. On TV, she's been a judge for both The X Factor UK and The X Factor USA. She hosted the show Chasing Destiny and has been a coach on The Voice Australia. But the main thing to remember is Destiny's Child. That group put out some bangers. Always With You, Always With Me is a heartfelt account of the work week for a child with two working parents. Will this boy be able to make it through the week without missing his mommy? Or will he come home to find his mommy left him high and dry because she just got a big promotion at her job? Well, it's business casual attire. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We open on the worst day of the week, Monday. Talk about brutal. Being hungover from the Sunday fun day and staring down five whole work days. And then having to walk into the office, seeing your smiling manager's dumb face happy to be at work. Beautiful day! Yeah, and I'm stuck in here with you. That's the spirit! Who the hell is happy to be at work? I'll tell you who. Either a psycho or a man who hates his family. Why did they have to start on the worst day? This has got me dreading for the rest of the book. Thank goodness it's Friday, or I don't think I could do it. Well, Mom, or who I would assume is Kelly, is talking to her son, bragging that before he's up, she's up getting everything ready for the week. Bravo. You're a morning person. No one's impressed. You know, people get the same amount of shit done just in the normal hours of the day. Then her son, who she's talking directly to, comes running down the stairs like a ray of sunshine. But then it hits him. It's Monday. And he starts to cry. Someone's got a case of the moon days. I know how he feels. I do too. And he tells his mom how much he hates Mondays. Because she neglects him all week for work. Poor child. Doesn't have a mother who cares about him. If I were him... I'd act out to get her attention. Unfortunately, the boy has to go to school. School? Work? What's the difference? It's a bunch of people talking shit about each other and someone nagging you to get something done. Who's ready to learn? His mom tells him not to miss her with what is essentially the chorus of the book, getting repeated over and over throughout. Quote, When I leave for work... You may think I'm not around, but if you look closely, you'll see I can be found. 
Traces of magic here and there show that we are an inseparable pair. Always with you, always with me. Mommy and child together will be. End quote. Those are some haunting words. Is she threatening him? Because I have a feeling there are going to be some places he doesn't want to be thinking about his mother. Clean that up! Sit up straight! Light a match! We get to Tuesday, and we see Kelly's a boss biznatch. Out at the construction site, directing construction workers on a new build. Who would have thought Kelly is a developer now? She's crushing it. But one has to ask, why is she working? You would think with five Grammys, she'd be set. Did she fall on hard times and have to reinvent herself as a city planner? What a comeback story. Well, Tuesday was quick, and she cuts right to the chorus again. Must have been distracted by work. Hump day! Comes. And it must be daddy's day off. Because we see the boy on the couch, sitting with his father, FaceTiming mommy. And the dad's like, What the hell am I supposed to do with him? He must work in the medical field, because he has scrubs on. Either that, or he just likes people calling him doctor. Well, it turns out neither parent wants to take care of this child. Because dad actually does have to work today. So he dumps the child off at his sister's to take care of him. I'm starting to really feel bad for this boy. This kid can't buy love. Hell, the guy saying racist jokes at the open mic gets more love than this kid. This one's depressing. Why have a child if you don't want it? I mean, if they wanted to neglect something, just get a dog. It just hit me. This book could be summed up with one song. And no, it's not bootylicious. It's Harry Chapman's Cats in the Cradle. If you don't know it, get to know it. The comparisons of the mom and dad are dead on to the dad in that song. Anyway, hang in there. We're grinding through the week. We just got two more days left till the freaking weekend, baby. On Thursday, the boy goes on a field trip. And look who decided to show up. It's mommy. But don't get too excited. Just like that, she leaves without her son, while the other kids go home with their parents. Well, that didn't last too long. Why am I not shocked? And she peels about that bitch, leaving her kid in the dust. And the boy's on the bus, shouting to mommy, Say my name, say my name. When no one is around you, say baby I love you. Well, something like that. On Friday, the boy is sick. Is he really sick, or did he just fake it to try and get his mother's affection? I don't know, but it works. Mommy decides to work from home and take care of him. Wait a minute. So she had that luxury the whole time and was like, Sorry, son. I gotta go into work today. It's more important. Either she's got an office fling or that makes entirely no sense. Finally, it's the freaking weekend, baby, and this boy's about to have himself some fun. And the three of them do just that. Because now mommy and daddy don't have any work. And they hang out laughing, having a good old time, making flapjacks. But I don't think they're ready for this jelly. Yeah, I think it's just butter and syrup for them. And we make it to the end when Sunday comes around. And the boy's depressed because he knows tomorrow starts a new week of hell. 
Poor guy. I know exactly how he feels. Those are called the Sunday Scaries. It's just too bad he's not old enough to crack open a bottle of scotch. Because that's the only way I know how to deal with him. And the story ends on the mom having him repeat the chorus for the tenth time. She can repeat it a million times over. It doesn't make it true. What did we learn from this story? Honestly, I'm a guy who usually doesn't buy into this millennial bullshit work-life balance. But in this case, it opened my eyes. The whole story was depressing. If one of these parents can't make the decision to set aside more time for their child, they're going to sorely regret it. So I have to say, Kelly did the opposite of what I expected, and persuaded me that family may not come before work, but it certainly shouldn't take a back seat. What do I think of Kelly and Jessica's work? As with a lot of these dual author books, there was way too many words. It's like they both have to get theirs in. I liked the idea of Kelly bringing in her musical background with the chorus, but it was way too long. And while I had an understanding of their point of view that moms and dads are allowed to work and pursue their goals, in this case, they made the mom and dad look like complete a-holes. So they might want to go back and rework this one a little bit. As for Fanny's pictures, they weren't stock and computerized. They were hand-drawn, and she showed some quality, relatable moments. You know, I have a hard time ripping Kelly because she's from one of my favorite music groups. But I know, she's a survivor. She'll bounce back. So, if you're a part of a working family, you may be able to relate to this read. I just can't guarantee how you'll take it. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 1.8. I'm turning my nose up at it, having none of it, and maybe sneaking a bite before I skip straight to the bourbon to cure my Sunday scaries. This goose is cooked. Celebrity Book Edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.